Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Today, we have the replay from Sunday night's live call-in show. That's Sunday night, February 4th, 2024. Scotty G joins me, and we have a great time taking your calls. We start off by talking some pizza. Scott gives his two cents about where you should get some great pies. Pizza Rizzo is still high on his list. We also talk Primo Piatto and... He talks about a long gone pizza over at California Grill that he wishes would come back. We also talk about Disney Cruise Line and your embarkation day, how to make the most of that with a call from listener Abigail. We also talk about tipping and how to make sure that you are tipping enough and how to give additional tips with Disney Cruise Line. And then we get Abigail uh, calling in. It's going to be her 10th birthday coming up here in March, heading down to Walt Disney World. We give her some ideas for an awesome double digits birthday celebration. This and much more coming your way on today's show. Of course, our podcast always brought to you by the magic for less travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney adventure for no additional cost to you. Check out all the details over at the magic for Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop online, that one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. Be our guest slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You are basically club B O G P. You can support us starting at just $5 per month, and you'll get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. Please come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night. February 4th, 2024, 2424. Welcome to the show. We are going to be opening up the phone lines here in just a second at 407-413-9395. It's 407-413-WDW5. Yes, we pay extra for that vanity phone number, which we never tell you about. We're going to have a good time talking Disney tonight. Of course, I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And of course, one of the senior citizen agents over at the Magic for Less Travel with me tonight, my brother from another mother who took the night off last weekend, but would have been better served hanging out with us here on the show. No, it's just football. It is just football. And we're taking off next Sunday because, of course, it is Super Bowl Sunday. We're not going to we know better than to take it, you know, to go against wings and pizza and all the good stuff, no matter where your allegiances lie with the football teams. It's a night to watch this halftime show, the commercials, and eat good food, it, if nothing else. Scotty G, what's going up up in uh, Michigan? Glad to have you. Hey, Mike. Happy to be here this week. Sorry I missed last week, but, you know, I got to see the best part of the game for me personally during the hours of the live show. So so it worked out well for me. But, uh, yeah, we actually saw the sun this weekend in Michigan, which has been, you know, I don't think I've seen it all month. Granted, I've been at Disneyland and Walt Disney World several days this month, but my first time seeing the sun in Michigan this weekend Took advantage of that. Played some disc golf today, Mike. It was nice. It was like in the 40s, so it was nice enough to play some disc golf. A little chilly, but it was nice to get some steps in, you know, throw the arm around, hang out with my brother, you know, so some good bonding with my brother, and we had a good time. Uh, I'm going to love it tonight about 2.30 in the morning. When, this was your first disc golf in, in quite a uh, while. season, since like probably okay. like October or so. Yeah. So tonight, like at 2.30 in the morning when you're like, ah, Charlie or cramp yeah. in the shoulder. Because when you do something yeah. like that, yeah. Shoulders are going to, right? Shoulders are going to be hurting a little bit tomorrow. <laughs> but it was crazy because like it was muddy, you know, like because we've had snow melting and like and it was just super muddy so some of those like i was nervous on some of those throws you know like you don't want to really plant your feet you know because like i could just i could just see myself like falling in the mud or sliding and ripping my pants or something like that but no embarrassing moments no embarrassing moments were had so it was a good time gotta know your limits man you gotta know in the way the olympics are going i mean they they are adding kind of uh these these recreational games i mean by by 2032 you could be an olympian you, you will you not see me. I am not good at disc golf by any means. It's just fun to hang out and get some fresh air. I, I played I played a ton of disc golf like uh, right out of college because it, it's, it's it's a great sport, right? Because if you have a disc, you can go out to the park. If they have a course, you can play that for free. Right. It's it's yeah. the poor man's golf. That's what I yeah, like. And you're and you're walking, <laughs> exercising and all that. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> it is good stuff. <laughs> poor man's golf. Huh? It is. I mean, you, so yeah, those discs are if you lose a disc. I play at courses where you got to carry like. 250 feet over water i'm just like i don't even take those shots i'm like nope 
I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop it over here because there's no way, because I don't want to lose a $20 disc either. Well, so here's the thing too. I mean, again, talk about me being cheap and that's kind of the theme of the show for the past 15 plus years is that there was a really nice course at a County park right near where I lived. And so I play it all the time, like probably four or five times a week and people would lose their, their discs in the woods. Cause this course meandered through some woods. And so I would always find these nice discs that people would lose. Cause I, I knew like where people would tend to, to like, you know, hook it on this dog leg and stuff. And so I'd go back in there every time I went through it and I'd, you know, find it maybe once a week, I find a disc. And they're, like you said, they're like 20 bucks. And so yeah. I, I never bought a disc. I just used everybody else's <laughs> there <you> MR. Go. <laughs> well, in today's world, people like to put their phone numbers on there and say, if you find this disc, call me at such and such. Oh, do they see do nobody it? put their names yeah. on these? I was like, oh, yeah. uh, MR. I put my initials on it and good to go. Anyway, so <laughs> we are going to talk Disney tonight. We had a show on Friday all about pizza. And uh, Scott was all over me because pizza is his middle name. It is not yep. Michael. It's, Actually, my brother wanted to name me pizza. That was did. one of the name options huh. at Pizza Gardener. And that's that's a true story. I mean, he was like seven or eight, but still, I could have been Pizza Gardener. I mean, it's a good name. That'd be solid. Yeah. I mean, nobody else, you know, unless you, I mean, you, plus you're almost from Detroit, like Pizza Pizza, right? I mean, that's kind of the yeah. thing right there. <laughs> right? Right. I, mean, <laughs> I kind of thought about that when I when we did the show last week. It was like Pizza Pizza. I was like, oh, that's kind of a Detroit thing. So anyway let's let's talk a little pizza we want you to call in and join us at 407-413-9395 tell us where you get your favorite pizza around walt disney world where's the most underrated pizza where do you tend to go for your favorite slices table service counter service scott you probably heard the show you were in there as we were recording what did we miss what did you want to champion when it comes to pizza I will admit I caught in and because I wasn't like I was like out and about like doing stuff so I didn't fully hear um the episode but i'm sure you guys did a great job covering it i'm sure you talked about via napoli as, as an obvious the, one the half meters to we oh, full, yeah, full meter full meter night i hope yes. you talked about california grill i, I don't did, know if that came I, up i don't think we did mention california Grill. we did talk about il molino though okay il molino, il molino really good pizza for sure but uh california grill so before the prefix days um where they kind of changed like the 50th anniversary menu that they had um that was the best pizza you can get at Walt Disney World. I mean, it was the best. Always ordered it as an appetizer for the table um, because, you know, you wanted filet and fish and other things there too. But their their pizza was just the absolute best. It really was. And then came the prefix menu. They went back and I think they turned it into like a duck pizza because it used to be like an old fan favorite. So that was the only one you could get. But that duck pizza is really good too. I I think I was actually going to search it right now. I think that still is the current offering that they have there. But duck that's pizza. really good. So don't overlook the California Grill pizza. It is really great. See, I would never. This is just me. I mean, I've never heard of a duck pizza, and I would never <laughs> order a duck pizza. I mean, it, yeah, duck pizza. It, so with, it's so good. Kind of describe. I mean, is it? I mean, obviously, I don't know a duck. I've never had duck, but I mean, what, yeah. it, what kind of sauce? Oh, the pizza is different now. It, they don't have the duck pizza out there. So um, they have some interesting types of pizzas <laughs> right now. Um, they have two different ones. Like um, broccoli is on one. Like I wouldn't even almost, I don't even know if I would count that. A pe- well, there's veggie pizzas, I guess, out there. Um, but this is like broccoli and bacon. Interesting combination. That is an interesting um, combination. It's yeah. definitely not a veggie pizza, but I mean, it. It's half. It's like it's yeah. going half right down the middle. Yeah. Trying to read you know, Forno getting some love in the chat yes. too. Like we've that done is, that before. We have we, done we, that. Wade split a pizza, remember? That was yep. so good. That, yeah, that breakfast really, pizza, though, I've had many times and it is rocking at Trattoria Al Forno. That John Price wow. in the chat, that is awesome. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I don't know if this, if we're talking the same thing here, but we used to call it like the Hot Pocket, right? Or the Calzone. Yes, the, the Calzone. The pizza Calzone. The it was like King Tritons because it was back when they had the character meal. I had that three three times one trip. That was, <laughs> that that was, was so at Marathon good. Weekend. It was 2017. Yeah. We stayed at the boardwalk, well, we at the boardwalk. when the yeah. half marathon was canceled. Man, we went we ate there. I think yeah, three or four times. <laughs> yep, so good. I will uh, say, um, I think I saw this in the chat when you were recording that episode. Don't overlook pizza Rizzo. I know it's just like a, a simple counter service, it's like that frozen pizza. Oh, that's it's yeah. No, you're right though. You go ahead. But like something about it, like. What we do in my family, because this is kind of weird too. I know Pizza Rizzo doesn't get that much love. But I love sitting upstairs. It's nice and quiet, air conditioning. But what we'll do, we'll split a pizza and their meatball sub. Their meatball sub is like really solid, actually. I really enjoy that. So it's it's a nice, cheap offering. You get a little pizza, you get some meatball sub, 
and then you get the nice peace and quiet and relaxing up there. So that's that's a go-to for me. But I could talk pizza all night. I'm sure people want to call in with other things. But Walt Disney World Pizza, I will say, has gotten better over the years. So there was a time where I just thought it was not good. Um, but I, th- I think they're doing better. I think, And you're seeing it coming up in more and more places, too. No, I agree. And so with that, because the thing is, really, you can get pizza many, many places around Walt Disney World, and you're really not going to get a piece of pizza that you don't like. What, yeah. We didn't really even talk about Blaze. Like, one of the places that I was really excited when it came around was Blaze, and I haven't been there in years. But the p- thing about Blaze, I, th- I think when they came, the, the, the gimmick was, and it's, of course, it's everywhere. There was a Blaze right by our house. It came and went. It's gone now. Um, but I was super excited. I like, oh, we got a place just like Disney Springs. And it only stayed in business for like three or four years gone. Yeah. But the trick was, I think, that you'd get your pizza and they'd fire it like in three minutes. Once yeah. you, Because it's kind of like a subway. Like we There's a lot there. of places that are kind of popping up. Yeah, like I think that. we yeah. have a place Pod now called Mod. Mod. Yeah, yeah, Mod. Yeah. I think we got. But you, you know, tell them what you want on it. <laughs> Put, throw it in there. You're done. Um, you customize it. But it's cheap. I mean, for Disney prices, it's cheap. It's quick. And it's customizable. And I think those are three things. If you have kids. Because kids yeah. are going to like pizza. Because, I mean, like, pick a kid cheese pizza. You know, if you got somebody like me, meat lovers, or, you know, whatever. You know, you can get all kinds of stuff. I, and Blaze seems to be always busy. But, again, I just think, for me, there's too many other good places to eat at right. Disney Springs. That's why I never go to Blaze. Because, like, I'm not going to probably get a, like, a, not that there's anything wrong with the pizza. It's just too ordinary when I'm on vacation. Now, there's too many other, like, you know, prime targets at Disney Springs to, to waste a meal on, right. on Blaze for me. I think another great option too, not sure if you talked about this one. So it's on the Skyliner. So we talked about this in an episode recently, you, me and Ricky about where I asked you guys just your thoughts on the counter service in Hollywood studios. So say you want to take a, take a break from the studios, you know, go on the Skyliner for a little bit. If that's your jam, go to Primo Piatto, amazing flatbreads there. Do like a flatbread and salad combo with the two or three people. Like you, you will be thanking me. I love the flatbreads at Primo Piatto. Yep, Basically I- a pizza. And I got feedback on that, that we missed that. So somebody mentioned that right after the show via email. And I was like, yes, Primo Piatto pizza for the win. Cause I always think about so, the, uh, the, what's yeah. the thing that I love? What, oh, the, the burger. Well, it used to be like the Riviera burger, but it's well, just called, no, I think it's just called the burger now. What's that other, the, the, breakfast Oh, at breakfast, the, the, breakfast. the, the, the Monsieur, what, uh, what is it? I'm drawing a blank. Oh, the man, breakfast I forget. sandwich, right? Yeah. The huge breakfast sandwich. It's got like the egg on the outside. Anyway, yeah, we have, we Madame, have, Croque Madame. Croque Madame. That thing is so yeah, good. And then Vero Mike throw it in creations. That pizza does look rocking there. Every time I want to get that slice, but I don't. I should. Oh, yeah. I, oh my God. The creations one is really good. Like, exactly. I had that recently and I was actually really impressed by it. Um, hey, we, we, have like, a, we have a caller. Hang tight. Hang tight. Okay. All right. Caller. Okay. Hey, who's joining us? Hello. Hello. It who's this? It is uh, a, a name in uh, Minnesota. Hey, what's up? Alexa. A L E X A. I'm not going to say it because I have exactly. one over my shoulder. Just it's it's it doesn't have a screen, but I'm sure it's listening in right now. Oh, I missed the beginning, so I don't know if there's a specific topic for the evening that I'm like ruining. No, go, uh, hey, it's open. It's open line. It's all about whatever you want to talk about. Okay, <laughs> I went to uh, Disneyland Paris over the summer, and I just have not been able to call back and re- like call in and talk about it until now. Well, Scott's looking for some place to go this summer, and he was just talking at the very beginning about looking at Paris, and he was looking at uh, the new hotel that reopened, and he, he was talking about Paris. So this is perfect timing. Excellent timing. Great. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. So this was this was just a, a, a day trip, like didn't um, stay overnight at any of the hotels or anything, but did do like a like a park opening until not park closed, but it was still a, a pretty long day. So saw most of the things that I wanted to, to see, although I will say it's not you should do more than one day because it was well, I mean, we did not do everything and, and some things had to be like cut for time. So give us the highlights, though. Like, if Scott were to end up there, which he's still looking, maybe a possible Meg Cruz, maybe Disneyland Paris. He got, he's got all kinds of stuff on his plate. We're talking about in the pre-show, but wh- what would you say if he ends up there? He has to do like definitely non-negotiable. Have have to happen. Okay. Um. So my general impression is that I do think. I mean, I've I've just been to the 
U.S. parks. But I, I do think that the Disneyland Paris is the most beautiful of all the parks. And it was really nice to see how lush everything was. And I thought that many of the rides, I was not expecting this part, many of the rides that are the same from ones that are at other Disney parks, I think are particularly well done in Paris. And I don't know if that's because they were like done later, but I would actually say that you have to do um, the Haunted Mansion there and you absolutely have to do Pirates in Paris. And I, those were two that I thought, I mean, I've, I've done them before. How different could they be? But I thought they took like what's already a good ride and just made it so, so beautiful and like so full if that makes sense like it it really it really did seem just like i don't know newer and and like plussed yeah but that sounds awesome um, so you said the, the so pirates were there any other like did you do the big thunder out there that one is always one that interests me because isn't it like on its own island over there so it yeah the track goes like it it starts off in like their frontier land but then it it kind of goes on to like a separate island for one of those like you know big turn sections. Um, I will be honest and say that I had heard so much about Big Thunder as well and so I was so 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 excited but Big Thunder is already my favorite ride and so I didn't I didn't really think it was like that different. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I, I had heard, like, amazing things, but I didn't hear that much about Pirates and, and Haunted Mansion, and I thought that those two were, like, more special. And is, is it, isn't Haunted Mansion over there? Isn't it Phantom Manor, right? Is that that's what it's called yeah, over there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard it that's was, really awesome. Really, yeah, the story was um, totally different. Yep. Yeah. It was scarier. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> That's cool, though. I mean, I like it because you're right. It's kind of whimsical, you know, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I mean, Alexa, so, yeah, so like what I, did you think about the food? Easy, what did you think about the food offerings? Easy with the word there, man. <laughs> uh-huh. um, um, I think probably in between, I think Disneyland and California has the best food. Uh, like better than, than Florida. And I thought we didn't, again, we were like, we are going and we are seeing as much as possible. So we didn't do any mm-hmm. sit down. So I think that's a totally different experience. But like, yeah, I thought it was like pretty good, but I wasn't like blown away. I will say another highlight though is um, I forgot that Space Mountain is totally different uh, because it's like the Jules Verne. Mm-hmm. That looks cool. I've seen the pictures yeah. with that like tube on the outside kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it um, it you have like a a over the shoulder restraint because it goes like upside down Oof, nice it's kind of more like a rock and roller coaster but like it's it. but it's space mountain yeah. so that that was excellent man now, now you're gonna sounds like you got to get a passport mike no, so I just, you took the words out of my mouth sounds like 2024 is year to get a passport actually my wife's working on it so yeah we are getting passports and when we were there, it was the, the 30th anniversary, and they had all these, I don't know, whirly gigs is the best way I can describe it, but they had all these, like, metal um, kind of statues of different Disney characters, but they all had some kind of, like, spinning or twirling piece to them, and they were all over the park. So that, that, was, really, that was really lovely. Disney does those accents really well, because, like, they did that for the... 50th i think at walt disney world with the gold accents on the castle and kind of around you know what really intrigued me was a, a few weeks ago they had somebody took some really cool pictures of uh disneyland paris like in the snow and i mean there's just something Ooh. like really beautiful not that I'm, I'm a fan of the snow and either scott right because and you were in st louis too like you know snow's cool for like five minutes and then it's just like a nuisance it's cold and it's you know let's get to summer the snow in a disney park but it was intrig- beautiful it was, like, me, yeah. it was it was magical because it was like it was on big thunder right people were riding big thunder with snow on the sides it was yeah, even so the cool, like, i think the disney blog did a, a whole article about it with like a whole series of photos yeah, and they it was just so amazing. beautiful it was beautiful it was, it, i mean it'd be cold i but. yeah imagine <laughs> i mean the, the park by itself i mean we were there and like you know summer friday it was really hot it was really crowded and it was still like absolutely beautiful there the 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 dragon in the castle is 
so cool. I've heard that too. That yeah. that animatronic is like super well done. That's like a shot at Universal. Not not that they Universal's like hold my beer right now. We're cool. <laughs> but but after this <laughs> after this week, they're fine. But no, that's yeah, the dragon in the castle. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, th- th- there's so many. I, and here's the thing: like, I'm glad that the parks are different like this. I am so cool with that. Like, I don't want every, I don't want like Magic Kingdom to have a dragon in their castle because Paris has it, you know. And I don't want Disneyland to be the same as Orlando. I want every place to be different because it incentivizes us to all have these conversations and to go see different places and have unique experiences. I love hearing this. Mm-hmm. And we even, um, not for nearly as long, we really just went over for like a few things, but we did go to the Hollywood Studios <laughs> park um, because I was with a friend that had not been on uh, Ratatouille. So like we got, we had to go get that. Um, but we did, I mean, Crush's Coaster. I knew that was like the must do, but I didn't really understand it. And then we went on and, and, my friend was like mostly humoring me this whole day and spoiler, the, the shell that you're in starts spinning and we both just went, Whoa, at the same time. And then we were like giggling the entire rest of the ride. It was such a surprise. It's like you sounded like so crush when you said, Whoa, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It loads. It loads very slowly, and I feel like that's why they haven't put it at another park because they would have to figure out how to make that like work a little bit better. But that was a really cool. That was a really cool ride. That's good because I've heard that park is kind of a, a struggle bus, but <laughs> I'm glad you had a great experience. Yeah, the on that loading attraction. is. Yeah. You think you're like, oh, we're about to get on, and then and then you're not. <laughs> You can watch everybody get on. And then when there's small kids trying to get on or something, you're like, oh, take deep breaths. It's going to be okay. Sounds like a Pixar pal around at uh, DCA for us this this past race uh, weekend. We thought we were never going to get on that sucker. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of code P's happening. Yes, there were a lot of cleanups. It was not good. Yes. (laughs) A lot of people riding the uh, spinny buckets that should not have been riding the spinny buckets. <laughs> and that's why I do not ride those things. No, but that sounds so fun. So say, you so you say everybody should give it a shot, it sounds like. I do. I so I've been to, to three now and um Japan in like a year and a half, and so I'll I'll get that one as well. So, you know, hopefully in, in my life I'll get to all of them. But my favorite is still Disneyland's California. There's just something special about it. But I mean, obviously, if you're if you're in the area, of course you should you should take a day right. and check it out. Got now, now Scott has something to think about tonight. Yep, definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things. That's the Olympics though, like kind of hurt that theory a little bit because I just don't know what that's gonna do to the area, you know, with the summer Olympics oh, being there. We'll true. see. Absolutely. Maybe twenty twenty five. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it might be 2025. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it so much. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> you too. Talk Have a good soon. one. Bye-bye. Bye, Mike. You said something. Mike, you said something. No, I say. Uh... I don't even know what that was. Uh oh. That's not good. Hello. Galaxy's Edge. I really wish Galaxy's Edge just went into. Hollywood Studios and never went in the Disneyland, you know, because you you never got to see Big Thunder Ranch, man. And I loved Big Thunder Ranch. And how often do you go in the Galaxy's Edge when you go to California? Like never, right? I, I, I've still the only time I've been through uh, Galaxy's Edge. I don't even know what just happened to my computers. They just totally. Hope everybody's still here. Yeah, you were froze. You were froze there. I for was. The computers yeah. froze, and like all of a sudden now everything's the brightness changed on all my monitors. Yeah. So I hope we're still here. It looks like it's still recording. I apologize. Yeah. I don't know what happened there, but. uh yeah, I've, the only time I've been through Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland is when we ran through it during the races. That's it. Right. <laughs> I've been through yeah. twice. That's it. Because, I mean, why? I mean, I mean, it's cool to have both options, I will say. But, like, I just wish I could have I could have done. I would like more different things to do, right? I want more land. So, like, have Big Thunder Ranch out of Disneyland and have Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. I just kind of, 
I don't know. Like it just kind of bugs me. It's like almost like the same exact thing in two on two different coasts. And I, I felt like that was a little bit too much, but that's just my two cents. Yeah. I'm, Cause I used to think, Oh, well, it's kind of cool because that way you get it either way. But yeah, I'm totally like with you now that I, I just want different experiences, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I don't mind that we have two space mountains, right? Because they're different. They're different. They're, yeah. they're, it's space mountain, but they're very different experiences. Even the haunted mansions are different. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're even magic parties even a little different. I mean, all you're, you're in a right. teacup and spin around, but it's the vibes are different in both. You know, like right. It's just yeah. Okay, here's another thing I want to ask about. So you can give us a call four seven four one three nine three nine five. This is, come on, be on the show. We need to talk to you. So four seven four one three nine three nine five. It was great to talk to our friend A from. Uh, she used to be in St. Louis. I think she's now down in Houston. She's all over the place. But um, I was gonna. I was thinking about this the other day. Footwear when you go to Walt Disney World because. There was a picture of Jason Kelsey this week going around social media. And I think I see it in my feed all the time because it's where my two fandoms cross paths, football and Disney, right? And it was like, he wore a Mickey Mouse shirt to Walt Disney. Well, of course he wore a Mickey Mouse shirt to Walt Disney World. He was at Walt Disney World. Yeah, we got, a, we got a call, though. Did you see that, too, though? Did you see that picture? No, like, I didn't, didn't. I didn't see the picture. Anyway, it was a picture that just kept saying he wore a Walt Disney World. He wore a Mickey Mouse shirt to Walt Disney World. Well, no kidding. I mean, he was going to Disney. Like, was he going to wear an Eagles football jersey? It's the Eagles one, not the not the Chiefs guy. Anyway, we got to call it. Hold that thought. Hey, who's joining us? Hi, this is Abigail in Maryland. Tonight is the ladies that have names that start with A show. Thanks for calling in, Abigail. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Oh, it's so great to speak with you guys. You are just the best. I just love, love tuning in and listening and um, hearing your shows every week. Just kind of keeps you feeling in the magic. So oh, thank, thank you, guys you so much for everything you do. Thank you. That just, uh, you just made my week already, and it's only Sunday night. That, <laughs> that means a lot. So glad to have you. So what's on your mind? Yeah, so my family and I, we are going on our first Disney cruise yes. uh, in a, a couple of months. And I am curious from all of your cute, your cruise experiences, what is the best way to spend your your first day on a cruise? It just feels like on face value that it's a little bit of madness because you're heading to the port, you're getting on the ship, you're figuring out what to do and where to go. Like, how do you guys even begin to make sense of the first day? of your cruise. So you just nailed it. So you're talking about like embarkation day, right? Like the day exactly, that you get. Exactly. I'm just, I'm already like, okay. And then the room is open at three o'clock and then you got to get lunch at some point, And then there's the pool and the, the shows. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness. And then you don't know what dinner you're having that night. I'm like, Oh my gosh. It, what do I do? So, so yeah, and I can see, I can already feel kind of a little bit of stress in your voice because it's your first time. <laughs> so you don't know how it's going to go. And because the thing is too, I, I can tell you this already and I'm going to let Scott take this because we do it very much the same, but I'm going to tell you in the back of your mind, you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, I hope my, hope my luggage shows up at my room because you're inevitably going to see everybody else's luggage outside their staterooms, but you're going to be missing a bag. I'm just going to tell you. This, this happens. I'm going to tell you from experience, Mike's always arrives before me. We're always yeah. next door to well, each other. And, and, and somebody, his is always before me. Oh, I'm just saying. It, it, inevitably, either everybody else's bags are going to be there or you're going to have every bag but one. It, you're, you're always going to have like a luggage in the back of your head. Like this ship's going to leave without either all my luggage or one of my bags. It, it, they're all going to show up. Even they're on the boat right. somewhere. You're, you're going to have your bags. So don't worry about this, but you're going to worry about that as a first time cruiser. Cause I still worry about it. And I've done like 20 because I'm, I'm just psychotic like that. They've always been there anyway. Just don't worry about your bags. So Scott, she nailed it though. It is kind of chaotic because everybody's on the ship and everybody's amped up. Everybody's been looking forward to this cruise for, you know, two years and everybody wants to get rocking. Cause this is like, it's like the starting line of a marathon. Everybody wants to just grab this cruise and just get rocking, but everybody, 2000 people at the same time. So Scott, how do tell us about like arrival on the ship and getting going? What, Cause we do almost the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Arrival on the ship. So what I recommend Abigail is to have at least someone in your group of like, have a day back because what if you, what if you want to change into a swimsuit, right. And, and, and right. go in the pool or go on one of the slides. So I like to have, but I don't want to have like a lot of bags because you're going to want to, what ship are you on by the way, Abigail? The wish. The wish. Okay. So you're going to want to, and especially on the wish too, because um, you're going to go up to the market, right? Um, why, why am I forgetting the name of that market? Marceline. 
Marceline Market. Thank you so much. So that's going to be where most of the people are going. You know, you're having lunch, whatnot. And I will say, it can feel a little crowded in there, right? You mm-hmm. got to like all the, like Mike just, Mike just said, everyone's boarding the ship. Everyone wants to eat, right? Because that's what you do when you're on the ship. Exactly. So, but you don't want to have like all these bags and you're like knocking people down and all that. So I like to have like one member of the group, like have one bag to like change into if you mm-hmm. want swimming and all that. But like definitely go upstairs and get lunch. It might seem a little stressful. You feel like you're going to want to eat super fast because you want to explore the ship and all that. But just like right. kind of take it in, relax and just you know, kind of talk with the group and like get a vibe of like how things are looking like, you know, do we, do we want to change into our swimsuits? Is it, if it's raining, you might want, might not want to. So some of the weather might depend on some of the things you're doing, but everyone is in the same boat. Well, literally waiting for that luggage. So, so just relax at the relax, get some lunch. And then I would say start exploring the ship, but I'll let Mike's talk in here in a minute. Cause I'm saying a lot, but when one of my biggest things I recommend, especially on that first night is go to the show. Um, because I feel like you get a oh, lot right. of good information from the cruise line director yes. about like how the, what the itinerary of the ship looks like, like what's going to happen the next day and all that. You get some really good updates when you go to the show. Plus the shows are unbelievable, but um highly recommend that first night. Cause you do get a lot of information that might help you kind of plan and navigate the rest of your sailing. So let, let me just jump in here. First of all, too, are you sailing with kids? I am sailing with a three-year-old and a six-year-old yes nice okay so now do you plan on having them being involved with any of the kids activities like in the the clubs at all exactly i am Mm -hmm. okay we're actually on deck two with the intention of dropping them off as much as we can um as much as they'll let us so you're shooting (laughs) so you basically are going to shoot them down that bad egg shoot which is the slide (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm jealous because they get to go down a slide to the kids club for real i know it's like dude disney give the adults like the adults should go into the adult areas through a slide like on the next ship i mean just uh, disney listen (laughs) the adults want this just as much (laughs) anyway no but what what scott's saying kind of to piggyback on that because at the show the cruise director kind of meets and greets everybody on a large scale because he has you know five seven hundred fifty people in the big auditorium kind of gives like a just a lay of the land so you know what's going to happen on the cruise it's crucially important for the kids to kind of be there the first day, the first night, they're going to have an open house at the youth activities. Uh, go to the open house. Cause the parents will be there. You'll meet the counselors. You'll get a really yep. good tour of all the stuff they're going to get to do. The kids are more comfortable with you there. And then they're also going to be able to meet the other kids with their parents there. And you can kind of have a little bit of bonding going on. You might find some of the kids from your part of the country, your part of the world. And then they feel more comfortable like making friends and then they're going to be more likely to engage in the youth activities, the kid activities throughout the cruise. And I think it'll go better for everybody. That's, that's a huge tip. But if you don't do it immediately, what happens is a kid can kind of feel like an outsider because like other kids make those bonds, like on that first day. And then it's kind of hard to like break in. Right. It's kind of just like a summer camp or something. So it's super important (laughs) that you go to the open house. I I say for, for folks that have kids. For sure. Love it. And I've intentionally not planned very much on embarkation day, like no real other activities to allow time for during those organic moments to happen. Um, But I'm, we're just so excited and I'm, I'm, I'm a Disney world planning crazy person. And so going into a ship without like every minute, outlined for me in advance is very foreign right but that's another great thing too i was just thinking about abigail though like the adults in the group especially like when you get on the ship like figure out like the texting codes and all that and like get get yourself familiar with the app like make sure like you probably have the app already downloaded if you're a planner at walt disney world because that's (laughs) you're used to that right exactly yeah so the app is really crucial so get yourself familiar with the app because it's going to look different once you're on the ship than it does now, because right now there's not a whole lot of things you can do in the app, but once you're on the ship on there, you know, connected and you're boarded, you'll be able to see like all the activities for like a lot of the week. So like, that's something me and Mike and my, our families like to do is because you don't know what all the, we like the trivia events, you know, so we don't know what all the trivias are going to be before the sailing. So we'll go through and we'll like flag a lot of the things so that we'll get reminded of them. Like when the times happen on three days from now. So we like to like highlight the things we want to do on that first day too is that way you're set up for success later on in the ship on, on the cruise 
perfect. Yeah, and also just just so well, real quick, just, just, just my heart at ease. So, well, no, a couple a couple other quick things before you go, Abigail. Is one that's yeah. also a great time to ride the Aqua Mouse. Uh, real quick, if you oh, can, good. if you yeah. rush through lunch, I mean, because you're gonna eat again for dinner, so and you can go back. <laughs> and, I mean, not you know, not that you ever want to rush through a meal, but that's gonna be one of your shorter lines because you most people aren't gonna pack a bag with their swimsuits in them. And so if you do pack a yeah. day bag with your swimsuits, uh, Aqua Mouse would be a good time to hit it right then when you get on the ship because most people aren't going to know. Um, and that that gets you something to do. Uh, so you could do that and just walk around the ship and kind of familiarize yourself with it because the ship is just gorgeous. It's a great time to take pictures of the ship too. And it'll give you an idea of, oh, well, here's like where Hook's Barbary is. If somebody in your party wants right. to you know, partake in that later on, or here's where the adult areas are. Here's where Tiana's Bayou is. Because the thing is, especially on the wish, I mean, it can be tricky to, to, to know where things are. And the thing is, it's only a three, probably you're on a four night or three night cruise. We're on a three night. Okay. Yeah, see, it's it's so going to be crucial. You want to, you need to know the lay of the land, like ASAP, because exactly. you don't want to be like, Oh man, I'm trying to find something. And I thought it was four and it's aft. Those ships are huge. Like I'll take you another 10 minutes to get where you go. Just, and you're, you know, exactly. you, you just, it, it, it's just, it's good to know where you're going. And for, you know, you're a Disney geek, right? It's just fun to explore those ships. There's so many good touches. It's so fun. But yeah, that's a great time because, you know, then you, as soon as they bust down the, you know, the barriers and you can go to your stateroom at two or three o'clock, whatever time they turn everybody loose for that, that's an exciting time. You'd see a room and then, you know, it's, I'll, before you know it, it's time for dinner, time for the show. And, you know, everybody's dancing at after dinner and it's just a good time from then on. But, yeah, it's an exciting time, but it yeah, is kind of chaos maybe. that first day. But, don't, you know, don't, the thing is, I hear what you're saying, though. You want to have a plan all the time because you're a Disney planner. So Scott's the same way, I think. Like, Scott's very much that way, too. But the, the joy of a cruise is you don't have to be that way. You, you do, it's, hard, it's hard to kind of turn, flip that switch. But there's a beauty in it, too. Right. You just got to kind of let go and just let Disney Cruise Line take over and just, like, let it come to you. But when you do, it's going to be I a good am, time. I love that. I'm, I'm super open to it. Like you say, it's just a very foreign feeling. It's hard. I'm I know. Going in. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to, I don't think I got this little navigator app. And I'm all I'm doing is like, like harding a couple like trivia things. And, you know, maybe no, I can see thing. Abigail though, Mike, because with the, with the three and the six year old, like just harding all the character meet and greets, because if you're anything like, oh, if your kids yeah. are anything like how my kid was at that age, like we love character meet and greets. And this is, the best place to do it, I think, is on a on a Disney oh, cruise. Everywhere. There's so many opportunities. Everywhere. Yeah. Bring autograph books if your kids are into that, because those characters will be everywhere on the ship. I can't wait. I'm 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 just beyond excited. It'll be such a neat adventure for somebody who's gone to Disney World so many times to oh have my God. sort of a, it's, a fresh experience. It's wild. I mean, I to me, there's no better Disney Disney vacation than a Disney cruise. I love it. Like we're going on the fantasy this summer, and I have I'm losing my mind already. I can't wait. We're going in July, <laughs> and I just because I've never been to the Eastern Caribbean. I've done the Western Caribbean three times, so oh, we're going to a you know a new place. And I picked this itinerary because it's got three sea days because sea days are my favorite. Like I just like being on the boat. And so yeah. sign me up. Like, you know, cause I, cause like Scott said, I like playing trivia. I like all the dumb, you know, small things that they do on the cruise, you know, like you like having an old fashioned every now and then. Too, I right? do. I do. You know, cause I don't even do that in real life. Cause I'll know how to make them. I'm terrible. But you know, I, but I just like, you know, we did, we did, they taught us how to make the, the towel animals one time. I took a class in that. Like, like I'm never going to oh, do it at home. Awesome. Yeah, it was fun. So mine was, I, mean, I have a question for you though. Are you, are you, since you're a big Walt Disney World fan, are you, tying this into a Walt Disney World vacation? Like, are you going to, like, what's the plan after the cruise? Because that's like, you've heard me and Mike probably say this on the podcast. This is one of the most painful things when you have to leave that oh, ship. Just when you're getting familiar with it and everything too, and then they kick you off. So what's the plan after I the cruise? I know, I know. I, I don't know whether I'm doing it the right way or the wrong way, but it's just the way I'm doing it, which is to do a pre-trip. So we're kind of getting all of our park time out of our system, all of our sort of Disney time, we're staying there a few days before a cruise and hitting up Epcot and Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. And then we take off um, and we just veg out and take in the, yeah. you know, Caribbean skyline um, as we float through the sea. Um, so we're doing that for four days, three, three park days, four days before we go. I like it. 
you know, a lot of people do that. I mean, I like, I like doing both, honestly, a little bit, but like, I'll, I hear a lot of great things and there are great benefits for doing that first. Cause then you can just relax on the ship, you know, and there's something so thinking. nice about and then I don't going have hard like, at the parks and then just relaxing the once park. you board the ship. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of like the idea of like resting my feet on, <laughs> on the yes. cruise for a little bit versus having to, you know, clock in those 20,000 steps a day um, after the cruise. So. You may surprise yourself how much you walk on that ship, though. You do. Bit. You do walk a lot on the ship. I mean, it's not, it's like walking <laughs> Animal Kingdom or Epcot, but it's, it's more than you'd yeah. think. Oh, well, I, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. It'll be a, a, an awesome adventure. And thank you guys for the advice on the embarkation day. I'm just, I'm sort of, you know, fish out of water on this one. So hey. it'll be a great, a great adventure. So, so when are you sailing? Uh, first week of April. Oh man, give us a call back when you get, I can't wait to hear what you think. So uh, I'll be, give, give I'll be your... leaving Walt Disney World at the, the 31st. So we might cross paths. We might not, but it'll be close. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, well, I hope we get good weather. I hope it's not too, too brutally hot by then. Maybe we'll get the, the tail end of some mild weather. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good time, Abigail. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Mike, can I address bye. the quick question in the chat about tipping? Yeah, that's what I was going to get to because Lisa and Troy has a follow-up. Yeah. So, so go ahead and read it though. So people can uh, know what you're talking about. Well, yeah. So we're basically asking like, can you, is it okay to just tip with like the preset gratuities? Like, or should you feel pressure, like adding more tips to, you know, like your, your serving, your serving team or your stateroom host. And I say, this is just my two cents. And I think Mike, you kind of agree with me on this. Like the, the pre, the preset gratuities are totally fine. You know, they're, they're really good. They're already set. Like they're, they're, they're good, good amount of gratuities for those hardworking cast members. But I do bring extra just in case if my serving team like goes above and beyond or does something spectacular or I, and I'm not going to lie here. My stateroom host is always fantastic. So I always bring extra for them just knowing that I'm going to pay them. Cause I think that's the hardest working cast member there is across all Disney platforms. So I do like to bring extra, but I want you to feel like there is no pressure at all, you know? Uh, and with the preset gratuities, you can just, actually put those in the envelope even too if you don't want to or you can just like not hand them to them because like it's already charged to your credit card on file but i don't think it hurts to bring some smaller bills or whatever you're comfortable with but there is no pressure but just whatever you're comfortable with if they if a cast member does a great job definitely reward them for that great service yeah so kind of following up on what scott said so the way what happens is the last so if you do your gratuity and it does kind of back it up here if you don't pay so she says tell me if a hundred dollars a piece is sufficient Yes, because yeah. that I'm trying to think. It depends on the length of your cruise. The length of your because it's your per cruise. night. Yeah, because there's like a daily kind of charge. If you if you Google G Google Disney Cruise Line prepaid gratuities, and it'll tell you how much each person should get per night of your cruise, and then you can multiply that times length of your cruise. I'll tell you if that's sufficient. So Lisa, do that, and it'll, you can make the calculation of 100 per person's enough. But that that again, because I don't I forget how long your cruise is, because I know I'm helping her with it, but. On the air, I can't. I can't think how long a cruise is. <laughs> right. But um, here's the thing: so you're gonna pay gratuities no matter what with Disney Cruise Line. You can prepay them. The, the only difference is if you prepay them, it's gonna hit your credit card like early. You know, if you don't prepay them, what happens is it's charged to your onboard account the first night of your cruise. So your your serving team, your your stateroom host is host or hostess is gonna get the gratuity either way. They're gonna get a gratuity. So they're set and it's a set amount. I think it's like 1450 per guest per night. So it's something in that ballpark. And like Scott said, it goes in automatically to their account. Like it's sent electronically to each worker's account. So there's really, no, even if you were not to give them anything physically, they still get their money. But because of how things worked symbolically in the past, like 15, 20 years ago, the last night of your cruise, you will get envelopes and you will get this like kind of, um, I don't know what, like tack board or kind of like perforated, a perforated, like it's like paper. And you can tear off these strips and these one strip will be for the head waiter. One strip will be for the uh, head server. One will be for the assistant waiter. And then you just, you can fold it up, put it inside the envelope for each person and you can hand it to them at dinner that night and thank them for their service. Now, like Scott said, this is a great opportunity for outstanding service 
in that envelope besides the the little thing that you can put in there that denotes that you've prepaid your gratuities, which doesn't matter because everybody has, obviously. But everybody still we still hand it. Then you've got kids that get a kick out of handing it to them. Mallory used to love doing that. But you could also slide a 20 or a 30 or whatever you want in there in addition to the tab. Because I think they really enjoy cash, right? Because they, they could yeah. use that immediately and use it for whatever they want. So that's kind of a way to additionally thank them for above and beyond service. So that's that's where I'd slide that in. I give them the envelope with the perforated sheet and then slide a little cash in there for out, you know, above and beyond outstanding service is what I would do. Yeah. Yep. Perfectly said, Mike. Yep. And like, I would just say for, for me, I always, yeah, I always bring cash that in like lots of different denominations. Cause I don't know how great they're going to be. I usually have a great, a good idea because I will say the Disney cast, especially on a Disney cruise, they're just outstanding. <laughs> they're just so awesome. So I like to give them a little extra, especially the one that does your room, the stateroom host, like, again, they're the hardest working person I've ever met they are. Uh, for Disney. And I, I go very well over beyond for them because they they're they're just incredible they're magicians they really are they are they're like because they're in and they're out and you never see them like in your room is like totally transformed because you know we're in there we're destroying it trying to get ready for dinner because there's i always want to bring them home like how like with the when they do like the 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 cables the iphone cables too like how they exactly because they bring in the little ties and everything everything like dude this is like it's like an apple store in here now Cause I mean, we have a lot of cables, right? I got two, basically I have two teen, you know, it was like I had two teen daughters and my wife and myself, like, I mean, we have more cables in an Apple store for a while there and they, they just they Velcro and everything was so neat. I'm like, dude, don't anybody touch anything. It looks perfect. Another yeah. thing about tipping that we didn't touch about. So that's like your preset one. So if you go to like any of the lounges and order a drink or whatever, um, those are gratuity based jobs and roles too yep, yep. um so one one thing to note so when you order something at like a at a bar of some sort there is a preset gratuity on your on your bill so kind of look at that like so say you order like a a ten dollar cocktail and they might charge you like 11.50 or what i don't know what the percentage is but there is something already built into that so just know that and again you're more than welcome to add a couple more bucks to whatever that is like if you're having a good conversation with them i know i met some great people at Tiana, Tiana's Bayou, where I was giving way more than beyond because they were awesome. <laughs> they were just great. Like they're like friends, you know, at some point. And that's how a lot of those people are on Disney Cruise Line. But there is, I just want to make that note that there is something built in already to the price when you purchase something, but there's always room to add something extra for great service. Well, too. And let me see here. Hang on. We're turning this into the, the cruise show. tip show. And Mike's Mike's doing a little show and yeah, tell here. So what do you, you got? Oh yeah, I like because what you got we because we have video. So don't forget, we always have video at BR Guest or YouTube.com slash BR Guest Podcast. Every show has full video, so make sure to check that out because I never talk about that here on the show very much. But you know, when you tip your bartenders well, sometimes they will go above and beyond. And this drink did come with this coaster, but it's a cool 25th anniversary Disney Cruise Line coaster that you got with this special drink. But I mean, he had to go chase this down at another bar. And I mean, you know, yeah. you take care of your bartenders, they take care of you. So, you, you know, you absolutely. Just got to, it's, you know, you got to know how to do things. And it's a back scratcher. Scratch your back, they scratch your back. That's kind of how service industry works. Okay. Question from Krista Any tips on getting into the Disneyland Halloween races on February 13th? I really want to do the 10K. <laughs> Those things are hard. Just be honest. Just there get in early. there early. And what we always say, have. As many devices that you have, iPads, iPhones, laptops, with desktops, whatever, as many devices as you have, have them up and running and maybe have a couple of different web browsers. That's about all I can really suggest and just hope that uh, you're in there early and that you are selected. <laughs> it's just kind of random. Yeah, because I mean, I, I wish I had tips because I didn't get in the Dumbo Double there last year. I just only got in the half and that was the easiest one. to. I mean... I was glad to just get in the half and then you got me months later into the 10 K, but I, I didn't get the Dumbo medal cause I didn't get in it. So I'm not great at it, but just take what you can get. But the 10 K is a great race out there. I'm I'm not going for this one just because of the time of the year it is. It's football. I, can't, I'm, I mean, Emily's going to be a senior and that's like their first football game of the year. So her last first game, like 
Mike, I'm gonna have so many laughs I like Dude, happening stop. next year, I know. man. I'm already like crying Dude, about it. I, I feel bad for you because that's gonna be me like in the next year. Dude, you're just like you're paving the way for me. Like I'm gonna be yeah. sad for you, and then be like, I'm gonna be sad because it's gonna be me like one year later. Yeah. Oh so we've we decided we're not really doing a lot of those things that we normally do because like I just want I just don't want Emily to miss out on any lasts, you know. Yep, same. So that's yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I'm not doing the stuff during the school year as much either. I mean, I am going to do I've decided I, I know I said that was my last one, but I have decided I'm going for the coast to coast next year again. I'm doing Dumbo. <laughs> I'm going to do He's I'm, already saying it. Folks. I'm doing Dopey and Dumbo again. Yes. Oh my gosh. I've already committed. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm in. Um, um so on that, back on the tipping though, like <laughs> maybe even slide a big tip early to a ball like bartender? Absolutely. <laughs> like who knows? Like maybe they'll make that single into a double for you, you know, but I think it's, but honestly, like the, it's fun talking to those cast members because like ask them about like, where they come from and all that. You learn so much on a Disney cruise, just talking to cast members. I feel like, so definitely take the time and chat with them. They'll want to chat with you, especially if you're taking good care of them, they'll take care of you and stuff like that. So I remember Len Tester used to always say this all the time. Like, yeah, like give give a fat tip early to a bartender well, that yeah. you like, and they'll take care of you. I agree. And, and real quick, because we have a caller on the line, but here's the thing too. These bartenders, a lot of times on a cruise, are doing more than one thing. So they may be somebody yes. that does something like a tasting later on. And like, they're awesome. They have this awesome knowledge. They'll be basically teaching classes throughout the experience. Like you might be on a five-night cruise. They may be teaching a bourbon class. Like, you know, that night... And now you've kind of got to know them a little in the afternoon. They're teaching the bourbon class. You go to the bourbon class and like you have like a relationship with them. They slide you a couple extra tastings at the bourbon yeah. class. And like all of a sudden you're hanging out at their bar the next day. And you're like, by the end and of they, the, you and know, they, and they hop to different bars too. So like yeah. you might think like, oh, I thought I see them at the Bayou, but like, no, they're at the, the hyperspace lounge or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're related by the third night of the cruise. It's crazy. Exactly. It's exactly. like all of a sudden you're, you know, you're like, you're the bar back. It's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> we have our next caller. Who's joining us? Hi, Mike and Scotty G. This is Adam from uh, Reading, Pennsylvania. And I have my daughter Addison with me as well. well. Hey, Addison. And hey, Adam. Hey, thanks for calling in. Happy Sunday. Hi. Hi, Addison. We, uh, Ad Addison wanted us to call in tonight. We are going down uh, roughly the end of March to celebrate her 10th birthday. <gasps> and she wanted to get your advice on the best way to celebrate. Double digits. You got to go big. I mean, shoot, she's almost in college. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're both girl dads. We know how fast it goes. Yes, it's going far too quickly. <laughs> we can attest. <laughs> we're just talking about that. No, Scott. Okay, no, 10 years saying. old. What do we need for Addison? What's a, what's a must? Like, uh, Stacy, what Stacy used to say, the must-dos. Yeah, 10 years old. I'm pretty sure I took Emily for her 10th birthday. Um trying to think what we did i mean the, the must do obviously is the birthday button you got to have the birthday button so that everyone wishes you happy birthday addison because that's like the coolest thing if you ask me when people you don't even know are wishing you happy birthday um i think mike i mean as long as like you're like you know there's no dietary or allergy restrictions i say get some ice cream you got to have ice cream oh. from like the plaza right mike on your birthday or maybe from beaches and cream somewhere cool right absolutely i mean as long as addison yeah. likes ice cream right as long it as addison like, likes ice cream yeah, yes you gotta like ice cream. so addison what what's your what's your favorite ride or just so do you like ice cream is that cool you can go for ice cream um i like ice cream my favorite ride is um I really like Splash Mountain, but it's not there right now. It'll be back soon, probably and near 11. My favorite ride is the Avatar ride, the Pandora Ooh. one. Yeah, Flight of Passage. You have to make sure you get, yeah, you yeah. gotta do that. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, so, what, who's your favorite character? Um, Minnie. Minnie. Maybe. I don't know. This is see, it's a big get. This is a big ask because I don't know if I'd do it as a dad. It's expensive and I'm cheap, so I did. My daughter would have to be super good, super good, and I still don't know if I'd take her. But Chef Mickey's, you might be able to have a meal with Minnie yeah. over at the Contemporary. I was thinking Hollywood and Vine too. Or Hollywood and Vine. That's another call. I yeah. actually went to Hollywood and Vine on my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> see, look at that. Scott went on his thirtieth. You go on your tenth. You could do one third of the Ooh, time. That, that's a good idea. We we're we're DVC, so we've been down there. Uh, Addison, I think, has been down there probably almost as many times as she's been years as she's been alive. <laughs> I love it. And uh, we did 
Weaving Hollywood and Vine. Uh, it's been a couple years since we did that, but that's a good idea. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Um, so so our dates might, might cross ass, and so you're going to be there like the last week of March? Is that what I heard? We're there the 20th, I think. It's a, 21st. 20, Thursday the 21st through whatever that Sunday is. Okay. So is, that, is that, I'm there. I'm there one day after you. I'm the 22nd to the 31st. So I'm going to be looking for a birthday button that says Addison. And if so, I'm going to have a gift. I'm going to have a gift for Addison. I'm going to bring it with me oh, at all times good. and have it ready. I'm going to be on the lookout for Addison. How about that? How, how about that? <laughs> I like it. There you go, Scotty G. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're the 21st through the 24th. So now your DVC. So where are you guys staying? Uh, we're staying at Saratoga Springs. Oh, very nice. Very nice. nice. Trying yep. to think. You got it. So you definitely got to go over to Salt and Strong. Get some ice cream over there. Ooh, that's that's one we haven't done yet. Yeah, they got some crazy. They got some crazy flavors though. Addison, I don't know how um, adventurous you are. They they have some weird flavors. <laughs> but they also have some normal stuff. Like, like I, I also like. I think I think we got to get a cake at some point too. Maybe um, since you're at Saratoga, maybe go over the amarettes and get one of those like nice little fun individual cakes that's a good idea or a gideon's cake if you want to go big gideon she does like she does like gideon's that's a good place too yeah oh we gotta do a gideon's birthday cake yeah i think you're onto something there yeah i think i need to go down and celebrate now and then yeah i'm just saying like the the way this is going i think i need to come down and celebrate addison's birthday and scott's gonna already be there i think we just need to just all be there call ricky and pam and we just need to have a party yeah, we'll just do a party. Perfect, right? <laughs> do a live podcast. We'll do a, a tribute episode. Addison so. will just be, oh. be on and be our guest. Live podcast for Addison's birthday. Hey, man, it's leaning that way. If we're having all these sweets, you know me. Perfect. <laughs> I, I have to. I have to see if I can find you on that Saturday, though. That would be. That would be really. I would. That would make my day if I can see Addison with with a birthday button on that Saturday. Well, we we will make sure that she has one. Okay, awesome. well, that is awesome. We're we're at uh, Hollywood Studios that morning. Nice. Okay. So, of of the of the rides that are open, besides Splash Mountain, that was your favorite, and Tiana's is going to come back, you know, relatively on short order. What what's your favorite attraction you're looking forward to this trip? Um, I'm real. I'm real. I really really like Tron. Really nice. Nice. You're Daredevil. You, oh, you already mentioned Flight like of Passage. She didn't like that. You do or don't like Tower Terror? She doesn't. Yeah, me neither. I'm too old for that stuff now. I don't need to. If it went down once, I'd be good. But the up and down, up and down, up and down, I, I don't need all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. What about DD Rock and Roller Coaster? Yeah. There you go. I do that too. That's pretty fun. I mean, my favorite over there is Slinky Dog Dad. Nah, I love Slinky think, Dog. There's something yeah. so much fun yeah. about that. Do you like that one, Addison? Yeah, I do. That's a good one. How, how about the Star Wars stuff? Do you like uh, Rise of yeah. Resistance? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Good stuff. Wow. It's going to be a fun day at Hollywood Studios that yeah, Saturday, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun stuff to do. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, you just got to get to spring right, well, break, and then go. you'll be 10. You're almost there. Mm-hmm. Don't, hey, but here's a Double tip. Digit. Addison, don't grow up too fast for your dad. It wears your dad out, I'm telling you. You got to let you, you gotta be easy on your dad. Slow time down a little yeah, bit. Slow okay. down. Slow down. <laughs> okay. All right. Happy birthday a little bit early. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have we appreciate night. the call. Thank you. Bye bye. Hey, I don't know if we can top that. We should probably call it a call. It I, a think, I think I think that's gotta be a wrap, but <laughs> that'll be hilarious if I run into Addison and her family. <laughs> gotta make it happen. You're gonna be there. I feel like I gotta change some park reservations around. Make sure I go to the studios that Saturday now. I mean, if you're at the studios, chances are you. Pro- I mean, not that you see everybody at the studio. Well, kind of. It's not like Disneyland. I swear, at Disneyland, we ran into everybody ten times. Because there's two parks you can go to. That's the thing. That's what I loved about the races. It did. I gotta say that. I don't know, like if we talked about that, but the races at Disneyland. I, I besides the courses and all that stuff, the half marathon course wasn't great, but it was fun. It was still fun. It, the second half wasn't. <laughs> the, 
I didn't like I didn't like running through Anaheim because I people like oh there's there's cars and there's the commuter groups or there really it's, wasn't. It's not how it was, man. Like, I was okay, because I was like I got oversold on that. There were like the cars ten cars. Used to be a mile long. I was this gonna time, say Corvettes. Okay, <laughs> I want to talk to you about that because I was like I think I got sold a bill of goods, man. There were like ten cars. Like th- this was not a Anaheim car stadium. Show. Like that was always like a treat and yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I was wondering. I still haven't talked to anybody about that because I was when I was running past that I was like. There, everybody else's definition of a car show is way different than what I was thinking. Cause it's like 10 cars and like yeah. a few people. This is not I don't much. know what happened, Mike. I just don't know. <laughs> and like, all the tile shops that we saw, like it was so weird. It's like, this isn't much to look at, except for sun, like sunrise of those mountains. when we were running by, that was pretty, that was, that was really neat. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I don't even know what I was talking about. But anyway, we're going to see people at Am. Yeah, and but yeah, that was the joy of it, right? Is that you kept running into each other throughout the weekend, which oh, I yeah. loved. That was super cool. That that that's what I enjoyed the most. It was super the cool. Running. So yeah. I it felt like a, like you see that in cruise line. I know we talked a lot about Disney Cruise Line today, but like it is just fo- so funny how often you see people. Like mm-hmm. like remember the year I got hypnotized and like um we went to um, Mallory talks about that to this yeah. day. Yeah. What what was the was it can't not Cancun, right? Or like is that where like Cosmel? Cosmel. Cosmel. Yeah, thank you. I knew Cancun was not right. And like you and I are just hanging in. This guy comes out of the cab and he's like, dude, you're the guy that got hypnotized last night. Like, even when you're like on the excursions, like you oh, yeah. you're still when you did the same people on the cruise. It's unbelievable when that happens. Well, you are well known for for that in Cozumel, and because we're the two time champs of uh, the Amazing Race down there. Yeah, so, we are. Okay. So we're just famous in Cozumel, basically. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, we're gonna jump out of here. We're gonna have some great shows this week coming at you. Monday show all about uh, French Quarter. Great trip report with teens. So if you're heading down with teens, got some tips for that. Also, she is an experienced runner who comes on our show on Monday, gives tips for her. She did her first dopey experience, but she's qualified for Boston, so she knows her running. But she talked about how it was very different doing the dopey challenge for the first time. So that was kind of a fun trip report. So check that out on Monday's show. Of course, Wednesday will be listener questions. And on Friday, we talked about this last week, we are all going to champion one underrated restaurant at Walt Disney World and go to bat for it and say why this restaurant needs more love on social media, why more people need to go there and make it a, you know, give it a chance. So that's what we're going to do on Friday. So check out that show and then give us some feedback. We'll probably talk about that in a couple of weeks because next Sunday night, no live show. We're going to be, I'm going to have my brother and sister-in-law over, brother-in-law and sister-in-law over. We're going to watch the game. I don't care who wins, but what's going to happen is we're going to have good food. We're going to enjoy the halftime show and the, commercials and the football game of course because i love football so we'll enjoy the thing and have a good time but uh we know that you'll probably be having parties as well so we'll be back in two weeks for the live call-in show so hope you'll join us then scott you guys doing anything for the super bowl um no we just hang out at my house you know Same. do super bowl squares and all that fun stuff you know like i, I have some side action on some stuff just to make it fun like, <laughs> who's gonna great. score the first touchdown you know just like a couple bucks you know just things to to make it more fun especially this year because my team almost got there i know we, uh, that's the worst i know like the, the the game after the game i know that's uh, we we yeah. do the we do the family squares thing you know what too. it was a heck of a season man the lions gave me the best season of my life and i couldn't be more prouder of our city that's how you guys see like it that. exactly right i mean you guys got I mean, right there i mean it, it, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like a it's, it's like a curse though right it's like right there yeah. like it was such a good year oh man it was yeah. uh the most lion's way to, <laughs> to lose a game and you the know? thing yeah. was i wasn't even gonna bring this up but you posted that like when the thing hit off the dude's helmet i saw on twitter like i was i was with you because i didn't post a thing i didn't text you i was trying not to say a word i didn't post on social media because i did not want to be part of the curse and you when that dude that thing hit off that guy's helmet boom and he, he caught it you were exactly right because that's the most mizzou thing in the world to happen i've seen that with my teams and i'm like he's exactly right dude something bad is gonna happen it and it bad. happened and well, i was like you called your shot too, man i was like oh you drop a pass on a big fourth down and then three plays later a ball bounces off a guy's yep. face mask and he catches it they run in a touchdown kick off our next play fumble that is the life of a Lions fan. Oh, I know. Yeah, just having the most important game, but that's yeah, okay. It happens. Like I said, this, the the way the city was this year, like we just backed it. I mean, there's a lot of bandwagon fans, I think, that joined, which is fine. It's whatever. But like us diehards, I've been there since 
their birth. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was just, it was a fun season. It was just unfortunate the way it ended, but that's all right. You know, we got our coordinators back. I know this is a Disney podcast, no. but we are ready for next year. And like, yeah, so. No, I get yeah, my dad. When my dad was out there at the Rams for the playoffs, um, he he even said like that Ford Field was crazy. Like he he just oh, kept yeah. talking about how loud it was. He's like it was ridiculous. So shout out to your city. It was awesome. All right, so we're jumping out of here. We'll be back again two weeks from tonight for the live show. Of course, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll have the podcast for you. This replay will be on Thursday. Show's always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan a great vacation, just like Lisa, who's in the chat right now. We've helped her plan an awesome Disney cruise, and we're getting her a nice onboard credit to spend however she likes, unless it's on tips. We talked about tips tonight, but Lisa, if you use that onboard credit on tips, I'll find you. You cannot do that with my onboard credits because you got to have fun with them. That's my rule. It's not the magic for less rule. It's Mike Rallman's rule. You got to have fun. You can go buy souvenirs with it in the gift stores. You can use it for port adventures. You can use it for drinks, whatever you want, but don't use it for your tips. I'll find you. Have fun with it. We can also help you get great discounts. We did that on one of our Walt Disney World vacations. We just want to help you have a great trip, and our service is absolutely free to use. So just swing by the magic for less.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. When you shop online, I bought a little handy phone holder last night at seven o'clock last night didn't really need it but it was two for seven dollars couldn't resist i'm such a sucker for amazon ads <laughs> so now my phone will not be tipping over all night on my nightstand well i'll try it out tonight we'll see i mean two for seven dollars i mean couldn't beat it so i used the amazon link i probably made seven cents um but if you could do that at all it's uh, <laughs> it all probably adds up over the course of like 17 years so beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And then also, please, if you're a patron, we appreciate you so much. If you're not, we'd love to have you. $5 a month is all it takes. And you become basically a part of Club BOGP. So come on over. You get the bonus show called Mike in the Midwest, patreon.com slash Podcast. Give Scott a follow on the Instagram, Twitter, and threads this week at Upscott. I'm in the same place as at Mike. We'd love to talk to you throughout the week. And of course, we'll have all the shows for you. So we're going to jump out here and wish you a great Sunday night or a great Thursday here on the feed. So until we talk to you again, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.